There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. My name is Josh here with Jim Price. Jim, how are you doing today? Hello. Doing good, All sir. Right. Good to see you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, to, good, yeah. To, good to hear you. Good to hear you, Jim. And uh, guys, wow, man, it, May is just flying by. It is going incredibly fast. It's already the 18th of the month. Just absolutely crazy. But you know, today is an interesting day because you know there, there's a few events happening today. But one of the most interesting that I find is that the Bilderberg Group, which has been very much under the radar the last decade, ever since the rise of the World Economic Forum, are meeting this week in Lisbon. And uh, they have a few topics of discussion, artificial intelligence, the banking system, China, energy transition, Europe, fiscal changes, uh, industrial policy and trade, NATO, Russia, transnational threats, Ukraine, and, and U.S. leadership. Huh, U.S. leadership. I, I find it interesting that a group of globalists, basically global oligarchs, are meeting to talk about U.S. leadership. I mean, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. I bet they're going to say, hey, you know, United States, with all your representatives here, you need to do better. Oh, really? I mean, just globalists forming the, uh, the, the channels towards a global government. You know, interesting enough, notable attendees this week are Jen Easterly, who's the director of Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agencies, that's CISA in the United States, uh, Elizabeth Economy, uh, Senior Advisor for China, the Department of Commerce, and Averill Haynes, the Director of National Intelligence. Three, these three women are all attending the Bilderberg Group meeting this week in a foreign country with a whole bunch of foreigners in foreign land with a bunch of corporations to discuss globalism. I mean, Jim, I feel so safe here in the United States of America. What about you? <laughs> well, this is a sad part is that we have deferred our, our – you said safe, right? But safety starts with you. I mean, even according to our Constitution, and, and, and it says in the Second Amendment, you know, that a well-regulated militia is necessary. You know, this is uh, that meaning you have to protect yourself and protect yourself from your government as well as other governments. So in reality, we have defaulted away from so much that these there. Now, that's a sidetrack, right? We're in trouble. <laughs> that's an answer to your question. <laughs> Well, well, we are not safe. Said, we are you in said trouble. Second Amendment there. So, yeah. so two states in the last month have come forth with gun legislation. We know New York is is Commieville, USA, yeah. and, and they put some severe gun regulations in. But uh, Washington State and Illinois have passed assault rifle bans, which is quite interesting because in there. Um, they even include any semi-automatic rifles within these bands. So your typical uh, 1022 ranch rifle, um, your, your your typical AR-15s, these things are now banned for sale in Washington, Illinois. Well, in Illinois, they're being sued by multiple gun organizations, including the NRO. And this has went through the circuit courts um, where many of the circuit courts have upheld it. And now it sits in kind of one of the lower um, Supreme Courts of the state, and it went to Amy Comey Barrett. But gotta remember, Amy Comey Barrett is a Supreme Court justice that was appointed by Donald Trump. Um, right. And since she's been appointed, she's been very underwhelming 
underwhelming. I'm going to say that underwhelming. And yep. uh, she denied, uh, she helped deny the investigation, the Supreme Court taking the trial of uh, election fraud in 2020. In uh, 2020, she denied um, Illinois students at the University of, of Indiana from uh, suing the university for mandatory COVID vaccines. She said, nope, they have that right under the 14th Amendment to give you mandatory jabs in your arms. And so this went to her. And she denied it without explanation. She said that it should be upheld by the lower court's authority to decide constitutionality of this new law, which means that this law is going to remain in effect. See, I don't get this. I don't, where do these people live? I mean, they, they act like they were born in some other universe or another country, and they get here and they're like, you know, I'm just going to have to let this go because I don't know really anything about this subject. I really haven't put any thought into this I, I, you know, I don't understand it. And, and so I'm just going to default to not doing anything. Where, what country did they live in where the second amendment and all this other stuff is not protected? And where do they come off? They say they're constitutionalists, but they don't define the constitution as limiting the government. They always define themselves as limiting us. And that's oh, where this whole thing is backwards. Yeah. Well, you, well, you're right. The court system is meant, well, laws are passed to limit you which means more laws, more crime, the more that you are a criminal. The court systems are utilized to try you. You know, if you think if the Constitution was meant to limit the government and the judicial system rose up out of that precedent, then the judicial Mm -hmm. system should be there to protect the people from the government, telling the government what they can and can't do. And that's the whole purpose of the people's court, the Supreme Court. But unfortunately, Mm -hmm. that's not the way it's been working recently, has it? No. And that, that's the part I don't understand. It's like, and this is why I say constantly is our government should be defaulting to freedom, not to incarceration. And I know that that seems so simple and it gets passed over, but over, I need to overexplain this. In the situation where a, a individual is being pursued or chased by our government, whatever it is, whether it's a speeding ticket or murder, the problem is, is that this idea that we have to catch people through pit maneuvers uh, stun guns, people that are running from uh, cops, you know, shooting at them. We're not defaulting to freedom. We're defaulting to death. We're defaulting to incarceration. We're not trying to find out how many, how few a charge we can put on a person. We try to find out how many we can put on a person and hope that one sticks. We're trying to manipulate through the interview process with a policy officer to a civilian, to a, a, you know, a constitutional Republic member. And yet, that person sitting there trying to coerce a confession out of the individual to trap them in a crime that they don't know that they're committing. And, and, and if I could say all this about our policy officers, I could say this about our judges, I can say this about our society, we have failed our constitutional republic. And because they keep saying, well, we're a democracy, we're a democracy, we're misusing that word as well because democracy is the bud light of communism. It's that transgenderism Demos, stuff that we don't want to be a part of. Demos you know? Nazi. Yeah. It's Latin we got to be careful. Rule. Well, you're you're right in a lot of points here, in right. that our our society has failed us because we have transitioned from a republic to a democracy, and within a democracy, that mob or whoever has the power of the majority absolutely rules. And, and think about this: the FBI has obtained American bank records without subpoena. Did you know this? What? Oh, yeah. According to the whistleblower, the allegations from the whistleblowers that was being released today, 
Uh-huh. The Federal Bureau of Investigation has obtained financial records of Americans from Bank of America without any legal process following the January 6, 2021 uh, event. According to the interim staff report from the House Judiciary Committee and Select Committee on Weaponization of the Federal Government, the report containing allegations from FBI whistleblowers in the subject of Select Committee hearings on Thursday just like FBI whistleblower Garrett O'Boyle and Stephen Friend, retired FBI supervisory intelligence analyst George Hill provided the committee with detailed allegations of FBI's civil liberty abuses. Specifically, he testified that the following the events at the Capitol on January 6, 2021, Bank of America gave the FBI's field, uh, Washington field office a list of individuals who had made transactions in D.C., Maryland, and the Virginia area with a Bank of America credit or debit card between January 5th and January 7th, 2021. He also testified that individuals who had previously purchased a firearm with Bank of America product were elevated to the top of the list provided by Bank of America. What? Come on, man. Well, okay, uh, first of all, okay, who is the police officer? Who is the 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 individual that's going out and seeking this? I mean, are we really on this much of a seek and destroy between our federal government and us? I mean, I'm going back to I think you know May 17th should be the day we all quit playing Fed Fed government. Well, Jim, first we all quit because this is ridiculous. Our, Someone believes that this our. is okay to treat us this way. Huh? I'm calling it our federal government. It's not our federal government. This federal government is bought and paid for by corporations, by industrialists, by by bankers, by financiers. It is mm-hmm. bought and paid for by foreign adversaries. It is no longer a government for the people, by the people, and of the people. Although we do see some good things happening, uh, MAGA Republicans in Congress have filed a motion to expel sitting and ranking member Adam Schiff, Congressman Democrat from California. Right. Because, uh, well, he lied. He uh, colluded with foreign governments. He uh, lied. Um, he propagated <laughs> mass campaigns of disinformation against Donald Trump and Republicans be- when he lied. And, uh, yeah, he, he deserves to be expelled <laughs> from Congress. Absolutely. He's out, there, he's out there crying. Why? They're trying to get rid of me. This isn't, this isn't fair. And then today, Marjorie Taylor Greene introduced articles of impeachment against um, uh, Attorney Graves, director Good. of the FBI Mayorkas, Good. the head of the Department of Homeland Security, uh, Department of Homeland Security Mayorkas, the director of the FBI Ray, and and Joe Biden. Oh. But you know, I was I was kind of like shocked because there was no Anthony Blinken in there. So she got everybody but the Secretary of the State, the one guy that's actually running the government. You know, right. Anthony Blinken. But Joe Biden, articles of impeachment have been filed against uh, what we consider to be President Joe Biden. And right. hopefully they can get them removed as fast as possible. Because I do believe that the impeachment proceedings will occur and that Joe Biden will be impeached in the Congress. I don't know if they'll make it through the Senate. I'm optimistic. Right. But I believe that a lot of Democrats want him gone just as much. Well, yeah, because now he's become the outsider, right? He's the outlier. He's, oh, well, you know, I, okay. Sorry, Adam Schiff, we got to we got to walk away from you. And that's the sad part is that, you know, when we see times get tough, even the Democrats themselves will let them throw out a fish and as sacrifice. And he's no longer, you know, oh, well, yeah, sorry, Adam Schiff, sorry, your luck. You know, boom, he's gone, right? Um, remember they did, they did Cuomo? Remember Cuomo got an acting award for his portrayal in a leader during a pandemic. <laughs> and then, what, two months later? 
Dawn. All right, we'll be back with more Dark Delight show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. So, a lot of stuff happening. Okay, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff happening, and it's like back and forth. It's like we're playing a game of tennis. It's volleying back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have obviously the Bilderberg Group meeting this week, which I think is a pretty big deal because what they're discussing is how to implement globalism. And the number one way to implement globalism is to get rid of the United States, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There you yeah, go. I mean, what are your thoughts <laughs> That's on it. that? You want to, well, I mean, Jim, the sad part of, of it is... United States. Let's just get rid of it. Yeah, well, it's again, it's it's the corruption, right? You know, we, we can go... We can sift it all down to when money entered into politics. That was the, that was it. You know, uh, we can talk about when you know there's we have uh, we have the ability to not have blind justice. We knew that's that's a destruction of it. Uh, when we we started writing paychecks to ourselves and writing checks to ourselves, that was another part of it. The sad part of it is America itself and what it was was back in the 1700s. We're not here anymore. We're we're not here. We're we're not where that is. We're so far away from it. I'm I'm surprised we're even able to recognize what 1776 might look like, uh, with the fact that we have such an overburdensome government. And the sad part of this is, is we've been so trained to believe that these cages that we have built for ourselves, we have built for ourselves, we have built for ourselves, that we think that this is good. We like these cages. And if I and I told people when I campaigned in 2016. I want you to have freedoms and liberties. I want the Constitution to be our guidepost and then nothing outside and have nothing else. And people literally, their heads exploded because they could not imagine their life without all these laws, rules, regulations, and guidelines. They can't live without this stuff. And, I, and as much as I want to save everybody here and I want to say, listen, we all want this, there is a vast majority, believe it or not, even though they could say they're conservatives and believe in freedom and they fly American flag out front of their house, I'm telling you right now, to say that there would be no federal government literally terrifies them to death, meaning that there's not someone there telling them how to live their life. And a lot of people bump up against the rules and laws only because they don't have to make a decision. Say, well, I tried, but the government got in the way. Well, I tried, but the, oh, there's rules there. Oh, I've tried, but there's an ordinance there. Oh, I tried. There's a code there. And, and we, we have built this for ourselves. So, no, we are not the America we should be. And, yes, if the America was wiped off the map, uh, a lot of the wars and corruption in the world, uh, those things, yes, it would go away. Sad part of it is, I'm an American, so I don't want that well, to happen. It, it would go. Away. I want us to refresh. It would go away until China rose up, or Russia rose up, or another superpower rises up, and and begins doing the same thing over and over again. Because this right. is the same theme that we've seen for thousands of years on this planet. Is that the the number one power on the planet always wages war with everybody less than them to remind them of who holds the power, and right, right. now we're in this transitional shift of that power structure, and so we have various different wars going on. They happen to be silent wars, which are economic, social, they're psychological in nature, mm-hmm. and they're proxy, but they are definitely going on, and so. Yeah. Look, I, I don't I don't look forward to a world where China is in control of the global economy and what's happening in the world and the United States becomes a third rate country. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to live in that world. I don't uh, I will fight to make sure that that world doesn't happen. But the first thing that we have to do is we have to save this country. We have to save what it means to be an American. We have to save the United States Constitution. We need to reestablish what 
American principles and values actually mean throughout this country. Right. And that starts by taking back the states. And I mean, I was I was yelling about it last night. I said, you know, why? Why aren't the states with all this new information that's coming out? It's not new information for you and me, but it's new information for right. the public with all this information coming out. Why aren't the states provide uh, pr- producing lawsuits against the federal government? Why aren't the states moving to impeach Joe Biden? Why aren't the states standing up and saying, hey. Joe Biden committed treason. We're, 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 we're no longer recognizing him as president of the United States. We're calling for a constitutional convention to remove the authority of the federal government, to remove the FBI immediately. The states right. have that right. Like, why mm-hmm. isn't this not happening? Well, it's again, this is like, I got go back to the analogy. We sell 8 billion lottery tickets, unique customizable traceable lottery tickets every year, but we can't count 150 million lottery uh, voting ballots every two years. It's a matter of will. And a lot of people are so, they're so okay with things not bothering them. And they're sitting there with their, they got a few zeros in the bank account, the electric's paid, you know, they're, they're keeping the credit card debt down there and they're just surviving. And that's why the system is so successful is it has us all on this hamster wheel of debt and fear that we can't bother to stand up and say, listen, we're not going to do this anymore because the problem is, is we know the DOJ, we know that the – I'm not talking to the DOJ. Clear, I'm talking about clear down to the, the, the DA in your city. I'm talking about the, the district attorney or the, the prosecutor in your city. These people will come after you with the full weight of the government and destroy you because you're going to disrupt or rock the boat that they're just trying to make it through themselves. And in their, their own panic – this goes back to the analogy of the, of the uh, monkeys in the banana with the water hose, that the first one that walks up and starts to reach for the banana, the other guys get hosed down. And so eventually, every time that they get hosed down because this guy goes for a banana, they start beating the guy who goes for the banana because they don't want to get wet anymore. And eventually, they do this until the point where they don't know why they don't go for the bananas, but the entire group has never been sprayed by water and has never lived through that. Still tells everybody, don't do that. We're not a bunch of monkeys. Yeah, we're not. You sure? (laughs) We're a bunch of of dummies. We're a bunch of dummies sometimes. We do... We do stuff over and over again expecting a different response, right? Well, that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And here we are again, you know, yelling and screaming, we want our rights and our freedoms back. And the government's going, oh, we'll we'll just vote for us and we'll take care of it. We'll, We'll help you out. And oh, yeah, everything will be fine and dandy. And, you know, we have a uni party system in this country. And I think that's one thing that people need to understand is that when you get into the federal government, when you get there, everything changes. And if you don't believe me, think about this. Mm-hmm. Lauren Boebert, Southern Colorado, right. mother of four children, happily married when she ran for office. Marjorie Taylor Green, got a few children from Georgia, happily married, Jesus-loving woman when she went in the Congress. Both these yep. women are now in the midst of divorces. Yep. And Marjorie Taylor Greene told the the press to back off of her husband, her ex-husband. Well, yeah, yeah, and Marjorie Taylor Greene was busted sleeping with her personal trainer, trainer, apparently sleeping with Kevin McCarthy, who's married. Wow. Um, Lauren Boebert, I'm pretty sure that that'll come out very, very soon, is most likely got a boyfriend on the side in Washington, D.C. And and there's nothing, you know, listen, if that's their own prerogative, that's their own prerogative. But what did that tell you about Washington, D.C.? is that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. 
that right. it, it pulls you away from your moral and ethical base as a human being. And this is what they do. They get these people in there. They they make them win the majority and majority consensus, and they make people feel all happy and warm, so they don't rise up with their guns and go start, you know, taking back the power from the government. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they push it out for another four years until another presidential candidate can come in that makes everybody feel all warm and fuzzy all over again. Right. And, and this is the problem with our country: is that. You know, go look at like France or Turkey or Sri Lanka. You know, Sri Lanka, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't talk about Sri Lanka anymore. Did you notice this? Why is that? Well, so Sri Lanka basically basically went in there and started um, reducing the the energy usage. So they started implementing their green energy laws. And the people pushed back. So they brought in a whole bunch of World Economic Forum people and the people pushed back. And uh, what happened is the military went in and cooed the president of the country uh, for the wow. people. And after that happened, you hadn't heard really anything about it until one night riots broke out and they burned down the house of the president. The president left the, the, the country and got asylum somewhere else. And the military mm-hmm. has been in control of the country for well over a year now. But you don't hear about this anywhere, huh? Right. Now, well, look because what's it doesn't fit their the narrative of globalist control. Yeah, look, look what's happening in Pakistan with Imran Khan. Imran Khan mm-hmm. was the prime minister of Pakistan. This is a friend of Donald Trump's. He was removed from office by the courts, okay, by pressure mm-hmm. from the United States of America. Then the United States of America had their guy put in place. And immediately afterwards, there's an assassination attempt on Imran Khan's life. But he was incredibly popular within the people of Pakistan. What just happened recently? He's trying to get his power back. They went in there with the military and arrested him. And then the courts wow. ordered that he has to be released. They released him. And then just yesterday, they surrounded his house. And now the military has him all surrounded again. And they're probably yeah. going to kill this guy. Why? Because the people love him. And he is in a position of authority to change things that the globalists don't want changed. Hmm. We'll be right hmm. back with more Dr. Light Show. <laughs> Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. And uh, Bud Light. (laughs) Bud Light. They are done. They're done. Yeah, they, I mean, again, guys, there's there's so much of this out there. And thank you guys for voting with your money, because this is what this is. Okay, a reflection of voting with your money. Uh, after TikTok uh, star Delaney Mulvaney recently promoted Anheuser-Busch, sales across the country absolutely plummeted. Calls for boycotts uh, have resounded throughout the nation. Uh, it says, uh, a new, uh, now a chain of grocery stores in Illinois and Wisconsin have literally are giving away Bud Light. And Budweiser, the Midwest grocery store, uh, is offering cases, yes, cases of Bud Light for $0.99. Cents. Normally retailed at $15.99 or $16. Bucks. Other brand prices are priced normal. And there's a chain weekly advertised distribution. So, uh, yeah, we're they're, they're feeling it. <laughs> they can't get rid of the stuff. But thank you guys for voting with your money. That's that's a direct response of voting with your money. This is what this is how we win. Does that make? I mean, that, I hope everybody can pick up on the concept here. 
that if you guys decide to stop buying products, they quit acting like ding-dongs. And they don't put their political stuff out there for us all to see. So I think this is a great victory for a lot of us. It's not a it's, – we didn't – you know, they're not shut down. But the idea is that we actually are voting with our money. Well, you're right, and and that's what we need to do. We need to vote with our money. And we need to vote with our money, with our voice. We need to – um, you know, mm-hmm. find those places where they can't manipulate our vote because they're darn well yeah. going to do it in elections. Just look at Arizona. Have you been yeah. covering any of that? Um, I've, I've talked about a little bit of it because it's, it, you know, there's coming out in drips and drabs right now about the three-day trial. It started yesterday with Carrie Lake. Uh, the, the voter registration where they are finding that there's some 300,000 um, signature verifications that happened after the uh, voting was over, according to their own state laws, they're violating their own state laws, procedures, their own code of ethics, uh, transparency, and all this. And then the video of the one lady who's doing basically like every three seconds, she's doing a a, a signature verification, but the one person next to her is doing it like every thirty seconds. Uh, so, so she's doing yeah, like a ten. The average to 1. time for the signature ver- verification was between point nine to three seconds. And this means that you have to open the file up, you have to scroll all the way down to the bottom, you have to look at the signature, then verify it against another signature. They were allowed uh-huh. to do this with absolutely nobody observing them. And yep. if you, Jim, if you can imagine going and opening a browser window, allowing right. it to load, and then scrolling down to the bottom, that is more than three seconds right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then to say that you were able to validate a signature that quick, now I get that there's some signatures you're like, oh, I get it, yeah, boom, yeah, or boom, no. It's either a yes or no. It's not, well, yeah, let me look at it a little bit. But at the same time, the time it takes to do just certain mechanical behavior things in a computer, it takes longer than, what you say, 0.9 to 3 seconds? I mean, what, you, you got to be just like clicking an imaginary screen where the, it hasn't even bothered to populate what's on there yet to know, oh, boom, click, yeah, put, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you be able to bring the window up and know where the accept button is before it actually pops up and then you're able to click forward. That would be the only way you could really go that fast. Well, yeah. You know, we are in trying times for humanity and this is absolutely 100% a spiritual war. It's mm-hmm. going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Right. And we need to reestablish the right of the vote. Right. Absolutely. We, we have to reestablish the power of the people. And that can only be done through various different points of constitutionality. So number one is the power. So is Congress being held accountable to a balanced budget to where the borrowed money of the budget through the Treasury comes about through the American people? That's it. It has to come about through approval from the American people, whether that's through the selling of bonds or whatnot. We should never be selling our debt to foreign countries. But isn't I mean, it illegal for us to even bother to take on debt? I mean, wasn't it, there something in there that oh, I, no, maybe no, I no, can't I, remember? Nope, nope, nope. In the Constitution, it absolutely gives us the right to take on debt from foreign countries. Um, but okay. you have to pull this power back. So right. number two is you have to get rid of the money in Washington, D.C., the influence money. This is political action campaigns. This is the Department of Commerce, uh, which mm-hmm. allows the lobby to function in Washington, D.C., to where special interests can have a say within the political process, which should never happen. Right. Oh, absolutely. We've really, kind of, we've really screwed up, haven't we? 
I mean, not us. This is, I mean, a lot of these changes happened a hundred years ago. Right. Well, but I'm saying that we've we have really we really have taken our eye off the ball. I mean, we really should. I mean, we've we screwed up. But it's about about I think it's about 150 years of not paying attention the way we should have. I think it's going back to the 1870s, 1860s in that area where we've really we really started to lose things. Uh, and then the Federalist model that Lincoln put us into really destroyed a lot of what we thought was, you know, we had a great thing going, but then the Federalist model that we were put into has really created the Uncle Sam, oh, hope you save us mentality. But in reality, they don't. I mean, what has the government really done? Think about Katrina. Think about all the other natural disasters. Think about all this other stuff we've been at. Have they really, have they really Wait, come through? Did you just ask, what has the federal government really done? <laughs> For the people. Right. For the people. Let, let's ask that question. Let, let's 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 try to figure out one thing beneficial to the people that the American government has actually done since World War II. Right. Yeah. I'm waiting. Think I'm about in, it. Anything? Anybody? Nothing. 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 What? I mean, their roads are crap. That well, you don't all that money laundering with uh, doing the whole you know the infrastructure stuff. That's all money laundering stuff. That's taking care of your boy. That's taking care of you know. You know, getting getting their contracts, lining their pockets, doing all this other stuff. And I know that's not really the contractor's fault, but the money laundering starts at the government. And that's mm-hmm. the part that seems like we just race right past. So we don't really get that. There's a lot of things that we we're just oh, the, the corruption, the evil. Man, the, the heart of the man is exceedingly wicked. Who shall know it? Right. Yeah, man, it's um there's a lot mm-hmm. of changes that need to happen in this world. There's a lot of changes that need to happen in this country. And we need to work to make them happen as soon as humanly possible. Right. Oh, I believe that completely. I really wish we would, would do, hadn't paid attention longer. And I thought I did, though, Josh. I mean, I really did. I really thought I had bothered to do, you know, to be the patriot I was supposed to be. I was voting. You know, I was, you know, talking about, you know, this and that and the other thing, trying to be the right guy. And I even went and ran for office because I thought that that's what we should all be doing. I thought we all should be participating in government. But what did the government do to me? It tore me apart. And so that that's the problem is we have a lot of great people that you and I both know that would be amazing in politics. And they do a lot of things because they would want to do it for the people. But yet what opportunity do those people have when the machine itself destroys those people that bother to try to be the right people? Does that make sense? I mean, we're we're and I say people over and over again. It sounds weird, but we really should be we should be celebrating those people that have gone out and tried to to vote, not destroy their lives and a thousand paper cuts to their soul trying to kill them. I mean, I just and that's why we have creepy people in there is because the creepy people get in and they're the people that are willing to be bought off as well. Well, they're they're the ones that uh, that strive, right? They're the ones right. that strive within that type of environment. They want right. to go in there and they want to serve their country. And they, well, most, some of them want to go in there and serve their country. And they get in there and they get corrupt like Marjorie Taylor Greene. And, and look, people can be like, she's not corrupt. Yes, she is. I'm telling you, she is. I'm telling you, if the things that I hear in the backdrop about that woman, yes, she most likely is. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, these are the people that we have fighting for us. And she did bring about articles of impeachment against... Uh, Graves, Ray, Mayorkas, and and Joe Biden today. So you know what? She becomes an ally at that level and at that point. But Mm -hmm. 
I don't trust any of these people. I don't trust anybody in Congress. I don't trust anybody in the Senate. I don't trust the president of the United States. Even if Donald Trump was president of the United States, I don't trust him. The reason why is because in 2016, we learned that the president is very, very limited within his power and authority by the White House counsel, by the chief of staff, by the aides, by the SES, the senior executive staff, right? Mm -hmm. That the president just doesn't make a decision and that's it and that's final. But instead, there's probably 30, 40 people that go into the decision-making process and can overrule him. And right. see, that's not the way that this country was meant to be founded or, or operated. That the president well, that's the bureaucracy touch. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the bureaucracy touch. Full so discretion the, on the executive branch. Right. See, see when, let's say Trump's in charge, right? And he says, okay, I want to... You know, uh, I want to put a moratorium on beavers being killed. And so that way we can get back the 10% water mass that we used to have on the North American continent. And we're going to let beavers continue to ro- uh, roam wildly so we can have more uh, water storage naturally. And the problem is, is that he says that. He signs it, writes the article, whatever it is, pushes it out. But the bureaucracy that enforces it, they they don't quite go as far as he says. And, and, and let's say there's 100 people involved. Well, that's 100 people that have their little touch on what he thinks that they, he meant. And they do or don't do what exactly what he wanted. So let's say he wanted to you know, start putting more water retention on in North America, outlaws, beavers being uh, executed at any point at all, no hunting, no nothing, completely bans it, right? Like the bald eagle. And uh, But yet when it gets down to the Department of Interior or down to the game warden, they're like, well, but this guy, this beaver's kind of a bad guy. He's kind of a jerk, and we're just, you know, he might be diseased. You see how I'm saying? Like the clear down at the very at the ground level when things get enforced. How do we? How does that happen? Well, if he doesn't really have the ultimate authority, which in some ways we don't want him to be, right? We don't want him to be a dictator. But at the same time, when we know that laws are interpreted at the street level, at the courtroom level, at the corporate level consistently, we wonder why we have these different outcomes. When we know what the words said initially, but yet the outcomes are completely different. That bureaucracy has a big, heavy hand. It does. It does. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. You are on my lonely mind. Into these last few beers, I have shed a million tears. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, is The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. 
lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. Hello. Big plans this weekend, Jim Price? Oh, big plans this weekend. Today, this weekend. Um, no, but next weekend, me and you are going to be in Pitcher Forge. Well, yeah. Next, next weekend, I am driving 14 and a half hours to Tennessee yep. for a one-day event and driving back 14 and a half hours. I'm only driving 13, so you beat me. Oh. For you, it'll be good. I, I I actually enjoy road time. Yeah. So it'll it'll yeah. be good. It'll be good driving through it. I'm just gonna drive fast through Chicago. Oh man, I tell you, that's you know. So how many toll roads are you gonna hit when you go through to, through Chicago itself? You know, I think I'm gonna skip Illinois. I might just go south. Um, just go down south yeah. through uh, so Minnesota through Iowa. Yeah, through two thirty five, oh, yeah. and, and head down that way. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm not really, <laughs> uh, I want to stay away from those other states, if you know what I mean. Right, right. Well, and that's, and so think about that. You've had to now pick and choose your route. Uh, it may, may or may not add time to you just because there are some states that just aren't worth participating in. And, and, and their leadership has created that. I don't know. We got ourselves a real, we got ourselves a real conundrum there. I don't know if I've actually worked around a state to not drive through it. Where have I, where have I done? Have I done that? Well, I know there's some north and south routes when you're going out east that sometimes you can go through the Appalachians or you can head kind of around them in a little bit of a way too. So I guess maybe I've done that a little bit. But there's parts of there's parts of this country pretty amazing to see. It's going to be. I always enjoy the drives. So I do get tired, but I do enjoy the drives. So this weekend, uh, since my birthday, my birthday yesterday, so this weekend I got nothing. Maybe maybe just a chill out weekend. That'd be nice. Yeah, huh? chill out weekend. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, well, you know what? That's the beautiful thing with America, isn't it? Is that yeah. we can we can be who we want to be. We can do what we want to do. We can travel where we want to travel, and we can do it with a smile on our face, or we can do it mad at the world, and it doesn't matter, right? Right. You get that's so that's the beauty of America is that you all have the opportunity to do what you want, but there is no guarantee of outcome. The outcome is in the effort and you put into whatever it is you're trying to do. So if you want to be whatever, I mean, look at Barack. He didn't even try and he became president. I mean, what could you guys do? <laughs> oh, wait. That's right. He was selected. Never well, he got, he got put into position, yeah. put into place, right? Right. Oh, definitely on that one. 
you know, I'm a thinker. I, I like to I like to read. I like to, but I don't get much time to read these days. But I'm a thinker, and uh, you know, this this whole flat Earth thing, man, it bothers me. It, it bothers me because it's a psychological warfare operation that's being perpetuated on people who are gullible and who maybe lack the level of knowledge necessary to understand certain concepts or. Mm-hmm. who have just chosen not to research them things themselves and taken other people's words for it. And I argue right. with flat earthers almost every day. Right. And really, Jim, you, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, it, it is really, it's really bad, people. I'm telling you that the people who are believing in flat earth these days, it's really bad. And what we've discovered, because David Whitehead and myself, we do a lot of investigation on this. Right. Is that there is a religious component that these people um, have the pertinence of flat earth is somehow equated to their belief in God. To where proving what? flat earth therefore validates their, their belief in God. Okay. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? <laughs> well, I, 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 well, the thing is, is it becomes, it becomes a religious effect because it takes a lot of faith. To try to believe what it is that you're going when you go when you go into certain things and you're not finding out facts, you have to use faith, and then people get very offended because you're affecting their faith, right? Mm-hmm. And to say that you have to have this faith, I mean, I had, I saw a video just today that showed uh, because of the figure eight that is able to be uh, marked in a shadow line, you know, at the same time every day for a full year, um, it, that they that that proved it was a flat Earth. And I'm like, how do, can you have a, a, a um, um, centric eight? I don't know, I can't think of the word I want to use now, but a concentric eight that actually you know maps itself in the same uh, eight figure over and over again that that proved it was flat. And I'm like, how did you get there on that one? Because if it's flat, then it's just going around in a circle over the top of you, right? I don't know how they. How do you work out the sun? How do you work out the sun and the moon and the phases and all that when you're doing the flat Earth thing? Where have well, you been pushed see, back? See, that's on the that? thing is they 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 don't really explain it very well. I was talking to David Weiss one time, and I was asking him to explain to me what's known as an analemma. If you take the sun and you mark, if you look out a window every day at the same spot in the sky, and you mark a a position of where the sun is at that time, that specific time, right? Uh, it'll form a figure eight on the window, right? And this figure yeah. eight is reminiscent of our travel, our planets traveling around the sun. Right. And uh, flat earthers say that the sun is a fake object in the sky on this big old LED screen that moves in towards the center of the disk during wintertime okay. and moves out towards the edge of the disk during summertime. But see, that's counterintuitive because it's winter in the southern hemisphere. Right. So that wouldn't yeah. make any sense. Um, so <laughs> they have a lot of explaining to do. And one of the things they say is why doesn't, you know, water fly off the earth with a centri- uh, centrifugal force? Um, because the earth is spinning at a thousand miles per hour and, uh, gravity isn't strong enough to hold that in. But what they're not taking in the context is the earth is 27,000 miles around in circumference. Right. So literally, okay. For, for everybody out there. If the Earth is 24,000 miles in circumference, or 27,000 miles in circumference, and it's spinning at 1,000 miles an hour, okay, Mm -hmm. how many hours does it take to make one full revolution? 24, right? 24 hours in a day. So basically, the amount of 
the amount of the planet moving per minute is relatively slow in comparison to the velocity. The velocity, right. you have to take into the context of the size of the object. So now if we, we strap that down and uh, did a proportion, right? An object mm-hmm. that large moving at 1,000 miles per hour, if that object was a baseball, how fast would it be rotating? And it right. comes to find out that it's rotating like 0.5 miles per hour. Right. Which not, nothing's no, going to fling sorry, off at that even, rate. No, it's rotating like 0.00005 miles per hour. Right. right. It, it, it's rotating really, really slow. And so there's not much centrifugal force, but the centrifugal force is actually neutralized by the acceleration of gravity. Right. So the closer to the surface you get, the acceleration of gravity increases. So we have about 9.81 meters per second squared of the acceleration of gravity I get towards the Earth's surface. And so water um, uh-huh. is hydro it's hydrostatic okay so it has what's known as hydrostatic forces so it has its own electromagnetic forces that can kind of combine it into the molecular status but it kind of seeps down and in, in water is is held in bodies of water which are very very full of mass and so right. gravity works very well on water we know this and so water doesn't just fly up off the planet because, well, it's really not spinning that fast to where there's a large centrifugal force because the size of the Earth in comparison to the rate of velocity is not that, not that great. As well as they'll say, well, we're, you know, we're, we're traveling around the sun at 100,000 miles per hour. Right. Th- right. That's like taking a car around a five-mile turn at like 0.3 miles per hour. Right. Like, right. Well, well, but, but Jim, I don't feel it. I should feel the inertia <laughs> of the Earth as it's moving. Well, no. Well, it depends on what, uh, what you're using. You could probably feel the Earth move. <laughs> well, here's Sorry. the thing is they don't, they don't understand relative reference frames. Right. Okay? Go walk, go walk on a plane. Do you fly backwards at 400 miles per hour? Right. No, it's a relative reference plane. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. Sorry about that end part. You know, we had to get in a little bit of flatter. Much love, respect. God bless oh, yeah. you guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care. See you guys tomorrow. Bye bye.